I'm first on the scene, and apparently the only podcast for Miles is Better Buddies. Welcome back to Better Buddies. We're not a movie podcast. As usual, I'm your host, RJ, and with me tonight we have a couple of the original buddies. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hi, I'm James. <laughs> hey, I'm Calvin. Um, Way to commit to the bit. Hell yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> now, uh, James, when did we first meet? Yesterday. Ooh. Okay, and uh, Calvin... You said James. Yeah, I said James. What are you talking about, Calvin? <laughs> Come on. Calvin, um, when did we first meet? I don't know. You're James. RJ, I think for, for you and me, uh, RJ, as uh, James, I think you and I met um, kindergarten. We did first day right? kindergarten. Because I wasn't in preschool with you guys because I moved to town uh, when, I, when I was about to go into kindergarten. So, and you were yeah, the outsider. Yeah, kindergarten. So I we was. Were, uh, I was the, super mean to you. The lone wolf. I rolled in with a leather jacket and a scar over my eye. Pair of shades. And, uh, uh, you, so we don't yeah, know how you kept finding cigarettes. I know. I, I, it's actually really easy. Those nuns smoke like chimneys. It's, it's pretty great. <laughs> then Calvin. But, uh, James, so. maybe you can enlighten us. because Calvin, No, we've had this discussion. We still aren't 100% certain how I met everyone. I just kind of appeared one day. I, 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 we were in the same class, James. I know we were in the same house. Yeah. RJ, were you in the same house? I was because I had English with okay. James. Okay. I know. Well, then I had English with you. Yep. Okay. And I know. I I know. We. Um. I think I met you first through Nolan, and then I think you introduced me to the rest of the group, and then the fact that we were in the same house and shared like English class, and I had science class with you is. Well, you, RJ. Andrew, and I all had science class together. You, James, and I had English together. And I'm assuming your end of the story is the correct one. Because I my first memories of you are science class. Where wait, wait, when you broke Mr. Stocks? Before that. James, do you, do you do we, I'm sure you've heard this story, right? I if I've heard it, I don't remember it right now. So RJ and Andrew. Right, we're doing a science project. We're all supposed to. It's sixth grade science, real basic stuff. We're supposed to do like just different things of uh, science. I forget what yours was. I think it was like chemical. No, I did chemical versus physical changes. I think we your guys' was something. Yeah, it was like heat. Um, so it's just like a real basic slideshow of just like just stuff talking about what is heat from a sixth grade science level. All fine, whatever. Last last slide, the PowerPoint. RJ and Andrew. Standing up in front of the entire sixth grade class, they pull this up. Mr. Socks or teachers sit in the back, and the picture they pull up I think is a picture should... of a grill. Oh yeah, was... RJ. Okay, R- RJ and Andrew. They didn't see anything wrong with this because uh, they were just oblivious. Uh, so it's a picture of a grill with some fire, and they're talking about like, oh, you cook food. Um, it's a picture of some hot dogs. Now these hot dogs are attached to two. Small little stick figure, metal stick figure dudes. And our hot teacher... dogs are attached between their legs. So, <laughs> and, 
And that's what Mr. Stocks did. <laughs> that is exactly what Mr. Stocks did. And he about, like, he, that, that picture pops up in front of class, and they kind of say oh. something, and then everyone just kind of stares at it, and then everyone dies. And it broke Mr. Stocks for a solid five to ten minutes. Like, he's just dying. We, he, he composes himself to, like, move on, and we do our next thing, and we're standing in the hallway to go somewhere, and he just is still breaking down laughing at that, because RJ and Andrew didn't realize what that picture was until everyone started laughing, and they're like, what? What's going on? Now, on my end of it, I have that image burned into my brain. I can picture it as clear as my mother's face. <laughs> and I distinctly remember being pulled, like, we got pulled aside later. And Mr. Stocks being like, you, you know what you, do you know what you did? And we're like, no, we didn't, we didn't realize what we were doing. We had no idea. Because I do not remember putting that picture on there. I just That's remember. Spirit. Blame Andrew. I just remember showing up to help, like, give the presentation. And I, I had no idea what was going on. Oh, you were just following orders. That's, yeah. Uh, you know what, RJ? That didn't work out for the boys at Nuremberg. Actually, it did. <laughs> it worked out they, great for the boys killed, at Nuremberg. What are you talking about? Killed 12 of them. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, I guess it did work out pretty well. Um, it worked out Until, well for you the know, They got hunted down by the Nazi hunters, but whatever. Uh, I mean, well, they still got to do some shit, I guess. They got to run. To, they got to work at NASA. They got us to the moon. Only the ones we decided we wanted. Yeah, which was a lot, to be fair. Like thousands. It was. It was James and I have been watching that show, The Hunters. That's where this is coming from. Oh, really? Which, okay. I, okay, so the way the show, because it takes place in the 70s, the way the show casts it, do people not know about that program? What? I knew about, I knew that we used Nazi scientists. Oh, Project Paperclip? For rock. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's actually called Paperclip. Clip. Mr. Marvel nerd and pulling that from Winter Soldier. <laughs> no, I thought that was actually no. what it was called. No, no, no. They, that's what they called in uh, Hunters. I didn't think they called it Paperclip. Yeah. They called Operation Paperclip. Because oh. I knew about that before Marvel movies. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it is called Operation I knew, Paperclip. Because my dad would watch those uh, like conspiracy things on the History Channel. Well, they're not conspiracy, conspiracy if they're true, James. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, then we just called history, right? Everything yeah. is a conspiracy unless it's proven true. That it's like, oh, well, of course we knew that was going on, obviously. Unless it's um, proven false, like the Earth being flat. Unless it's proven false, then it is forever a conspiracy and a great story that just happened to ruin millions of lives. Um, but no, I... I was like confused because the way the show presents it, it's like the audience wouldn't know about that. But I feel like the American public has been like doused with World War II stuff forever. Like I'm surprised that more people wouldn't, but I, I don't know. I mean, you have to consider it from the age range problem where mm -hmm. like keeping in mind that we were all pretty okay students and actually paid a little bit of attention, compound that out into... Uh, the people who didn't pay any attention older than us, the people who didn't pay any attention younger than us, and the people who paid attention but forgot. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. I yeah. Um, I. You what? I, I, I that stuff to me has always been so fascinating. But yeah, like I could see where like if if you just like didn't care about it, like totally. Because I mean, I I'm sure there's stuff like that that I'm. How much math do you remember? That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> stuff in my math classes that was is probably, like, really interesting and fascinating, but I just it just slipped, slipped out of me, uh, you know. 
because let's just be honest, Nazis are way more interesting than math. Well, true to some people. It's uh, fair. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, not uh, math is what made the Nazis tick. Let's, uh, no, no. Math is one big Nazi scheme. So maybe you should uh, think about that. Uh, did the Nazis speak English? I don't think so. Looks like my major is safe, but the Nazis definitely used math. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I'm kidding. Checkmate, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what are you saying checkmate for, RJ? We're on the same no, team. I'm, I'm, you, you checkmated me. Okay, I'm sorry. I was giving you the checkmate because you forgot to say it. Uh, I, I just keep playing until the board's clear. I'm going to use this oh. moment to uh, break out the Better Buddies icebreaker for this evening. Speaking of different Oh yeah, we uh, just kind of jumped straight into it. It's mm-hmm. fine. There's, this is a very loose structure on this show. I think we can handle it. The Better Buddies icebreaker for this evening is what fictional world would you choose to live in and why? Oh, that's so hard. I know. Because oh, really the problem right. is like, <laughs> and for right. this question, because I know a lot of people want to like be the hero. For this, for the purpose of this question, you are still you. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, all right. Ooh. Well, then I'm just going to go with... Uh, Probably Star Wars. I'm going to go to Star Wars because that gives me the most options because I have a whole galaxy to explore and like do things. All right. Good choice. Plus, you have some actual like technical skills that would you would be able to grow and expound upon that would prove. Yeah, hopefully. James, what about you? I'm going to say Pokemon, specifically the Hoenn region, because I just really love those games and I like that world. And as a kid, I always really wanted to be like a Pokemon trader. And I still think that'd be like a very like relaxing. I feel like I could be a Pokemon trader on the side and still write. I think that'd be like mm. fun. So yeah, I would, I would, I would say Pokemon. Oh, that's a, that's a really good one. And it's making me rethink my original choice. <laughs> my original choice was Parks and Recreation. There's no big super weapons. There's no explosions. There's no superheroes to knock a building over on you. Lame. The the non-lame thing is that there are members of the government who wind up actually doing good and useful things. At a municipal level. Um, By the end of the series, they get to presidential. It's it's implied that uh, either Leslie or Ben. No, is is it supposed to be Leslie who's like implied to be the president? It's implied. Yeah, like Ron ends up becoming the head of a, a like a national park. Um, ben and Leslie it? both go uh, national level and are actually doing good things there. Uh, April and Andy move out to DC um, and they start a family. April ends up working for a nonprofit that helps young people figure out what they want to do. While Andy is, I don't, I think he's still just generally assisting people and like kind of. Does he do show still? Kind of. No, Does not he out do, there. He stops no. the show. <clears throat> That was that's one of my favorite episodes of the final season. Oh, the Johnny Karate one. I love that. I love that one. I love. So uh, good. I just love how Chris Pratt in that show and just in other like things he's in can he's so great at being like a dick, but you just love him because like if his delivery was a little bit different or his character like the way he chose to portray the character like because i think andy initially was just supposed to be like a deadbeat boyfriend yeah he was but they liked they liked him so much that they just kept him on for the first season and then he like you know the rest is is history and i i love his performance i think it's it's uh it's underrated for 
um, it's reasons that it's not overrated. If that makes any sense, like I think yeah, his I performance is very overhyped, but not sometimes not for the right reasons. Um, I think he's more talented than people give him credit for. He's very talented at playing the. I'm going to make mistakes and be lovable about it, but I'd really love to see him do something outside of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think he has a potential to be like, uh, cause, well, like, cause I know they're, they've been trying to cast him or they tried like three or four years ago to really put him in the Han Solo yeah. uh, type roles. Well, that, which, that, like that was star Lord. Oh, they were trying to throw him into the Harrison Ford. They were turning yeah. him into, trying to turn him into Harrison Ford because he did Jurassic Park. He did Jurassic world. He did. He kind of had it with Star Wars, but the, Star Lord. But then they really went in on the whole c- comedy aspect, which is really what turned me off to the whole Guardians thing. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, they, I and then there were all those rumors about him being the next Indiana Jones. So I always got the vibe yeah. that they were trying to turn him into like the next Harrison Ford. Yeah, and he's just he's a little too. He comes off as a little too goofy for really to for me to really do that because like I want to go see. Not- uh, the new Pixar movie onward. Yes. But uh, it makes me a little bit sad that his character in that is basically the same thing he's been doing. I think like it really depends with that kind of stuff, how you choose to like portray yourself because there are various like people in Hollywood. I mean, that that's like something that any actor has to like come up against is eventually you're going to be typecast because like you build your success on one kind of brand and then like as you grow and change as a person like that brand isn't as feasible for you anymore because people just don't buy it as much or they just get kind of bored of it like jonah Um, hill like i was yeah like jonah hill or i was yeah yeah that's honestly that's a good example where now he's like well it sucks because jonah hill like still gets made fun of like nobody's business like even though he's not short and fat anymore i mean yeah, like he's. Have you seen that that uh, interview with a French reporter where she just like basically just calls him like a fat nobody? Like she just like rips into him, and you can just see like the light like drain from his eyes. I just feel bad for him because I feel like he. I feel like he has a lot of genuine talent, but it's really hard for him to break free from like the super bad Seth Rogen yeah. style. Um, persona, which he's been able to do, but mm. I'm even thinking like even like Brad Pitt to a degree, like he he's managed to kind of do a lot of different stuff. Um, uh, like he was kind of typecast for a while after Ocean's Eleven as like the handsome pretty boy because that's just who he was, and now he's kind of like he's a gone and person. done other stuff. But yeah, he's a little more like the spirit of an age type thing like um i'm mainly thinking of his performance in like once upon a time in hollywood or even if you look back like 10 years ago to moneyball um where he was playing God, uh, opposite jump hill yeah yeah I, I thought it was like 2010 yeah long time ago um but yeah uh i want to see chadwick boseman do a comedy what is he hasn't really been in no he's been in something i know he has he, he was black panther he just Other, did 20 no, he was uh he was in 42, the Jackie Robinson. Was in 42. Apparently Shit. he was in a... Oh, God. There was a movie I heard Black about. Is, uh, it was an Egyptian movie. Uh, no. Gods oh, he was in Gods of Egypt. Yeah. He was. He was uh, Thoth. He was the god of wisdom. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but no, he doesn't have that much. His last um, 
movies was 21 Bridges and then Avengers, Avengers, Black Panther. Yep. It seems he's supposed to be in two new films that are to be announced. Nice. I'd like to see that. But, those. uh, yeah, it, he hasn't done a ton, it seems. It, I, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, so, how about that coronavirus? Oh, God, that's such a nothing. What? What do you mean it's such a nothing? I've heard it's, t- I've heard it's basically just a flu. Like, I've, I've, like, just reading from, like, more reports. Well, yeah, that, if you don't get a yeah. severe respiratory illness, then you don't get a severe yeah. respiratory illness. But, <laughs> but let's, what I've heard is if you have breathing problems already, if you have asthma, if you're super young or you're super old, then it's dangerous. Yes, or if it suddenly develops into a severe case, which is possible, yeah. which is like the flu, which kills hundreds of thousands of people, or like thousands of people each year, and that's with a le- <coughs> excuse me. Oh no, he's infected. James, get out. This is what, this is what happens. <laughs> yeah, see? This is how it gets you. I'm gonna spread it. Um, but no, um, the, the flu kills almost 100,000 people in the U.S. alone um, each year, and it's got a uh, death rate uh, or its um, fatality rate is like 0. 0.5, 0.8 of a percent. The um, the COVID nineteen because technically there are a bunch of coronaviruses uh-huh. has um, a, a mortality rate of at least two percent. They believe it is actually might be higher. So you could multiply that by a lot, and that's in the U.S. alone. So if we're looking at five hundred thousand people dying in the U.S., that's a lot of people. I mean, yeah. It depends what demographic. Two percent, though. It doesn't. It doesn't make it less. That's, bad. I'm not saying yeah, it's like a yeah. massive, massive yeah. thing. Oh my god, the world's no, gonna that's... end. That's a lot of people. Five hundred thousand oh, I mean, people in the U.S. alone. It's like basically. Like I'm not. Like, I'm not saying it's not that's... a lot of people. I understand we need to take precautions. We need to be aware. But I do feel like the panic is being blown out of proportion. It, I mean, I mean, I mean, yes and no. Uh, if you're, I mean, I, I just think it's totally irresponsible to dismiss it offhand because if you're gonna, because that five hundred thousand people is a crap ton of people, and it is a dangerous thing because um, we, if we contain it, then it's done. Yeah. If we don't contain it, this is the new flu season, and we're gonna we're gonna start losing five hundred thousand people every year. So yes, it's not like a massive thing that we have to worry about. And the 500,000 things probably blown out of proportion, maybe 200,000 if it was widespread. Even so, Still even if it's only 100, even if even uh. if it's only 100,000, you add that on top of the normal flu. So even if it were an equal mortality rate of the normal flu, that means we're now going to lose 200,000 people every year because this virus is just going to continue. Um, so I think it is definitely something that needs to be taken seriously. I can they need that. I hope they don't. I hope because Cal, you and I were talking about this last night. I really hope that the I almost kind of hope the paranoia doesn't die down until they have a vaccine, which I don't think that is going to happen. I think I don't Cal either. Would, yeah, yeah, like I think what you were saying is right. Um, like it, people are going to forget about this and then it's going to come back. Like it's I mean, that's how we get this type of shit. Um, yeah. But then like the other. Well, I guess, no, you don't have to, do you have to worry about, do viruses adapt to vaccines? Is that even possible? Uh, they can, like, mutate into new strains in which vaccines would be less effective. Um, but it all depends. Virus. I think typically viruses don't change as much as bacteria do. 
Um, I think vir- I, I really don't know, but I'm, I believe viruses tend to be a little more steady, which is why we can develop a vaccine like chickenpox and yeah. polio that is like more effective because it is, um, it is um, like more standard. However, we have a flu shot and that, that has a really good chance of preventing the flu, but it's not a hundred percent. So yeah, what happened with Zika then? Did we manage to contain that? Is that what happened? Um, no, Zika, I think, I, I, I really don't know. Um, Zika is still a thing, but the, the main issue with Zika was only for pregnancy. Mm. Yeah, so okay. it wasn't just like a general thing and it wasn't a contagion. It was like something you got from mosquitoes like West Nile. Okay. So it, uh, was it macrocephaly or microcephaly it caused? Because I know it caused like a very specific birth deformity with uh, like the head, with a baby's head. It was like yeah. I, I, the head was too big or too small. I can't remember which one. I totally forgot about Zika virus. Well, I totally forgot about that's that. That's where I forgot from. What? Everybody, Zika was a panic like this, but then every, it went away. And nobody really yeah. said like, oh, here's the day we we have controlled it. So it just kind of vanished. So I've kind of it's been, been um, like that. According to WHO, it's been around since the 60s. Um, it's just, it seems like a large outbreak suddenly happened in 2015, and that's why it was a big deal. And also, it had then spread to Brazil from Africa. No, it says it was in the Americas. I think it was just a very large outbreak. I think it had finally made it to America, okay. and there is no treatment with it. Um, but yeah, it seems like the only danger with Zika is pregnancy it can be transmitted it says it can be transmitted from the mother to the fetus during pregnancy and this you get it for five to seven days and then it's gone it seems like there was another think- one that i'm trying to think of that was in the same way ebola ebola that was it uh i was just they were yeah. they were much better at containing <clears throat> that though because they- do you think that's because ebola is like readily more serious and like more visibly yes. so than coronavirus yes. okay because the ebola but, fatality yeah. rate is like 70%, I think. Which, yeah. okay, I, I saw people, because um, I know that, like, Trump has been going on and talking about this shit and, like, spouting all this stuff. And I, I I agree that, like, I don't think he's, like, I don't think he's the person I'd want handling it. But it was something that where people reacted to something he said about how Ebola was, where I was like, well, he's not wrong, even if he worded it really, really, really poorly, where he he was giving, like, a conference and he was he said something like, you know, this isn't like Ebola, uh, like with Ebola, you would just disintegrate. And then like the clip I was watching cut. So I don't know if he finished it. I wouldn't be surprised if he did mm-hmm. not finish that statement. But from what I know, he's not wrong. Doesn't Ebola I, basically attack like proteins? Like you start. It's hemorrhagic apart. fever. You yeah. start bleeding yeah. out of every orifice, basically. Um, yeah. So because I, I saw a bunch of people who were like, whoa, what are you talking about? You don't disintegrate from Ebola. And I'm like, no, you. You do like you start. To, I mean, like, you don't fall. disintegrate. No, you're not really like, falling think, apart. Yeah. It's just that you you're you bleed. Yeah. Um. So I get what you're saying, and that he's not wrong. I would still say he is wrong to say you're dis- that you disintegrate. But I agree with you that people go attacking him for that is kind of stupid. There's much yeah. easier things you can attack him for. Yeah. Really. No. I know. <laughs> That's the thing is like, and again, this is the thing I don't get is like when people like are like, how could you say something like this? I can't believe he'd be so stupid to word something this poorly. It's like, have you have been you listening been for the attention. past four years? Like the on top of like all the other shit, like whether or not you, like you think he's on like 
narcotics or pharmaceuticals or you know whatever well, the fact like, he's I mean, like 70 something years old yeah the guy's fucking old as shit and he put his body through more abuse than most common people are ever gonna like ever gonna have like i'm not this is not excuses but james what do you mean soldiers go through way worse Oh no, but like, don't get me wrong, they they do, but like, just the amount of chemicals and diseases that that guy has probably put in his body or been around or whatever, just because of the circles he's or transmitted, literally, literally flown in. Yeah, like he, <laughs> like there's there's no way, like how I, I, I like I he should be dead. He should have died like in polio. There's no way. Yeah, like. From some like super STD or like he should have gotten like someone should have accidentally cut his cocaine with glass or something like that. Like I've got no idea. Like that guy shouldn't. Obviously, we know that somehow it's a miracle. It's it's a it's a triumph, Clones. quote unquote, of the American experiment that he managed to stumble his way, force gump his way into political office. But like like when people get up in arms about him misspeaking, which I get from the standpoint of like he's the president, like he should be better that i completely agree and like if he was a, a normally put together guy or if he acted like a put together guy and then like randomly had these moments of total non-cohesion i would agree with people but it's like the non-cohesion with him has been consistent since like 1985 really so it's like when people get like upset that he like miss says something i'm not saying like he's really inflammatory stuff like racist or sexist comments or whatever. I'm saying just the stuff where he's like slurring his words and stuff. It's like, it's funny, but then I see people getting like mad about it. I think again, it's cause I, I can't, I can't take him seriously. I just can't like, I, he, yeah. he, he just, he seems like he, I, I, I've said this, I was talking to my mom and some other people about this. He just reminds me of like, a villain from an eighties or nineties movie. Who's like the cliche, like he's the real estate developer. That's going to run over the kid's baseball diamond. Exactly. Like he's going to bulldoze the community center and they have to all put on like a talent show to like fundraise or whatever. Like he's just so and then the last minute eccentric billionaire. Uh, fuck. I'm running out of uh, Jeff Goldblum. Michael uh, Bloomberg. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's out. He dropped out. He dropped out, dude. He did. He, he dropped out and endorsed Biden. He, but but he did win in a landslide in one primary. He did get American Samoa. They love him. Oh my God, <laughs> American Samoa. Why? Oh, well. I, I don't know. But the primary there, just like everyone voted for Bloomberg. He did he, spend more money than their entire GDP. But so he just bought American Samoa. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he got them to vote for him. Nice. Like, I don't, uh, I like, I know that he was never really like, there was maybe a split second where it's like, oh, fuck, is this guy, like, is the DNC actually going to like throw their weight he behind was, him? But he was like, doing he, well up until he just sucked at the debate in Nevada. That's what he, he's, well, also his like, he's just got too much bad PR. I mean, like, he's a great businessman. He, well, he's a very smart businessman. Like, don't get me wrong. But all of his like PR with his past policies and shit like that, there's there's no way he's too, he's he's been too recently in the public eye in too almost small of a role, and he's not compelling enough as a personality for people to forgive him for his shortcomings. It doesn't like, help that his advertising campaign was awful. 
like his TV yeah. ads, the background of him like at the podium speaking. You can see the people standing there with the signs, but they look so fucking bored to be there. There's no oh, energy the, in the crowd, or like the fact that well, wasn't uh, there like uh, a coworker of mine was telling me that apparently people who were doing like the text message canvassing would then immediately text the person a second time to say, yeah, do not vote for this person. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> that does not inspire confidence. Uh, well, did you hear about how, um, and this might just be like one of those like internet rumors, but um, did you hear about how supposedly, supposedly, at, I think it was at South Carolina, because the, the entrance fee for that debate was like $1,700, which to, you know, Mike Bloomberg is like, it's yeah, a sneeze. Nothing. It's a sneeze. He uh, with that money. Yeah, he really, he really does. Um, and supposedly, like quite a few of the people in the audience were like Bloomberg buyouts, essentially. Like he just paid a shit ton of people, either from his campaign or just random people, to show up in the audience. And like, which is why he Can't he has yeah, like why when he would say something like the like it'd be a weirdly disproportionate amount of applause because you'd be like, he didn't say anything that good. <laughs> like, um, no, I like I would respect Mike Bloomberg if he wasn't a fucking like spineless flip flopper. He clearly doesn't care. He didn't he didn't care about it. Like he's run on the Republican ticket before he's run on the Democratic ticket before. He was just trying to get into the White House. Which yeah. all of them are, to be fair. I mean that's but, the point. <laughs> but he's he it's not necessarily always about like getting there. It's the motivation. Like, why yeah. do you want it? You know, that's the big question with any job interview, right? It's like, why do you actually want this job? And if Mike Bloomberg was just like, well, I just want it. Cause you know, I don't have it I yet. It's it. like, okay. Yeah, it's like, okay, Mike. It's yeah, mine. I want it. But I might actually, uh, I've seen a bunch of people. My teacher, I require the presidency. My teacher, I require the 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 Polish boys desk as well. His desk as well. Little Hitler, where'd, where'd the Czechoslovakia boy go? Uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, I I've seen a bunch of people now in the wake of the uh, Super Tuesday, um, which is just yesterday, right? Yeah, uh, yes. yesterday was Tuesday. Bunch, yeah, now, and it was now a, a bunch Super of people. Tuesday. Because oh, I had a pretty good yeah. day. Did you really? It was okay. Did you actually have a good day? I just said it was okay. Continue with your sentence. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, no, <laughs> I've seen a bunch of people just like, all of a sudden it seems like so many people are like flip-flopping to Biden's side because he got like, didn't he essentially come out on top? He came out ahead. Um, uh, as I understand it, he came out a little bit ahead of everybody else except Bernie. and But Bernie's lead wasn't it wasn't like Bernie was really leading. It was just he had a bigger section. And so they did the math and went, oh, if everybody backs Biden, we're going to outgo Bernie. Yeah, I saw that where it was like, oh, we're just trying to get – they're trying to get a bunch of – did Warren bow, bow out yet? No, yet. no, which is dumb. I don't know why she hasn't. Uh, yeah, as I, I, yeah. I was talking about this with my uncle apparent, and his theory or idea about it was – the reason the DNC hasn't pressured Warren to back out is because she's drawing from a similar uh, demographic as Bernie. And they want to stop him from getting it. Yep. Fascinating. Do you think that she'll, uh, do you think she'll go, she'll, she'll throw her weight behind him or Biden? I don't know enough to make a good guess. If she throws her weight behind Biden, she's a fucking snake. Like I, 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 
I mean, maybe I could see like if she genuinely thinks Biden has the best chance and she chooses to support him because she wants maybe like a shot at a cabinet position. I could see that. But I feel like if she really stands for her ideals and, and her policies, which are not in totality bad, she would support Bernie. I'm not even like I'm not totally on the Bernie train yet, but I really just want to see him debate Trump. I think it will be hilarious. It's going to be like you're it's going to be like you're two like two grandpas from opposite sides of the family just fighting on national television. It's great. It's so funny. Um it's great entertainment. Oof. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm but I am genuinely interested in like Bernie's policies and stuff like that. I I'm not like I said I'm not 100% uh, behind him. Um, yeah, I wish I, my my big <laughs> thing right now doesn't really have as much to do with policies as much as it does. I just want us to all try and work together again, which I know probably hasn't ever actually happened. But what? Why would we do that? <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> but we could accomplish so much more. Exactly. Why would we ever do that? RJ teamwork is gay. And if there's one thing America's never been, it's gay. All right? Fuck you. Fuck you. Okay. Just don't think about the founding fathers all trapped in that cramped, hot, musty uh, Independence Hall. No air conditioning. All that sweat just dripping down. Not gay, RJ. I wonder Fuck how much you. sweat dripped onto the Decla- Declaration of Independence. I wonder how many times they fucked each other before they signed it. Too many. <laughs> Do you think any of those guys actually uh, slept with each other? Who do you? Who out of the founding fathers do you think would sleep with one of the other founding fathers? I could kind of see Ben Franklin doing it, just because he was such a horn dog. That's right. That's right. He got some until he died. He died because he got too much. Really? Right? Didn't he die? I thought he died from syphilis. Or am I? I don't know. I know he was part of that like uh, London sex club. um, All I know is the French loved him. Oh yeah. Thomas Jefferson, but I don't know if Jefferson, I I don't know if Jefferson was too much. I don't know what he was like. I don't know if he was too much of a goody two shoes. Um, Jefferson, no, no. He wasn't. no, no, yeah, no, no. He had a lot of illegitimate children with that uh, with his. Uh, what was her? With his slaves, James. They were slaves. Yeah. Slave. Don't beat around. No, the bush. but he he. There was no. There was one woman in particular. I'm trying to think of her name. <laughs> I should, I should, I, I feel like just out of respect, I should know her name. Um, Thomas Jefferson, slave mistress. Why not? Thomas Jefferson, <laughs> slave. Well, I mean, she was a slave and she was a mistress. No, Sally yeah, Hemings. I know. I'm just questioning how we it's descended to. Interesting phrasing. Yeah. Space phrasing. Space phasing. We just watched the new season of Archer. Archer oh. 1999. Nice. I wanted to watch that. It's on Hulu now. I so uh, it's interesting. See, and I really liked what they did with Archer when they came to those like offshoot seasons where they're just like, we think this would be interesting scenario for these characters, and we now have the bullshit excuse we need to do it, so we're gonna do it. I admire. Um, I I don't think their attempts or the efforts have always been as successful as they want them to be. Um, but I definitely admire just the, again, like the effort of them doing it because I, I think the real appeal, I think Archer, um, one of the things that is like so key or was key to the early components of that show's success is the fact that a lot of the humor stems from 
not the drama or the action of like their mission, but by the fact that they have personal mundane issues, office or romantic issues that cut co- that come up during missions. And they kind of almost do the missions like the missions are not autopilot. the focus. Yeah, the missions aren't the focus. I think maybe some of the issues with like later seasons is that they focus too much on the setting, which would make sense because maybe they just got tired of doing um, Arrested Development with spies. That that totally makes sense. But I think Archer really works when the characters are like just kind of you have like interesting or fun, like really funny kind of like well, that was pairings what, or team ups. That was what I understood. I was reading an interview one time when they were doing like the pirate island and 1999 and they're just like look when we think we've run out of ideas for archer we won't write anymore and if they want us to if we have ideas we'll make another season but we won't well make season, a season 11 yeah season 11 is coming out this spring and it's supposed to be like a return to form and uh it's only like eight or nine episodes yeah because i think oh, it is like the official last one in mind i'm trying to um it, i think i th- i think it is yeah like for the longest time during the show's run during the the um i've i've i know what you're referencing rj i've i've uh i've seen that interview too because i used to have a huge man crush <coughs> on uh, writer like archer, writer. yes you did no on adam reed uh, the guy who wrote archer because i was like this guy's awesome like he got his start on adult swim um back in like the mid 90s and he basically made a a network version of a an abridged series just hmm. using old six it's called c lab 2021 and it, oh, there yeah. was an old yes yeah there was an old Hanna barbera cartoon called c lab 2020 and he used to love it as a kid and he always kind of wanted to make a show like that, but you know, animating stuff like that, even in the Hanna Barbera style, is expensive. Yeah. So what he did was he literally, him and his friend, at Adult Swim, and this was when Adult Swim was still kind of in its infancy. So they, they knew were they could do what they wanted. Let, yeah. So they basically let these guys have access to because Adult Swim has access to the the TBS archives. I think they have yeah. a, a shit. They have access to. All the archives uh, and the old cartoons that Ted Turner acquired back in like the 70s or 80s or whatever. Uh-huh. And they took C-Lab 2020, um, edited it heavily like you would with like uh, an abridged series where you just do the lip flaps and stuff like that. And they would they would like Photoshop stuff and all, all this other stuff. And they that was their show. And that's where Archer gets its style from. That's it is derived from the that original series that they did because they just liked it so much. They they said they really liked that the Dick Tracy Flash Gordon style of animation um, or uh-huh. not Dick Tracy. Um, Johnny Quest. That yeah. was it. I'm thinking of Johnny Quest. They really liked that art style. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love Archer and it's insane because the guy who made it, Adam Reed, like as far as I know for most of the seasons has written like every single episode, like almost every single episode of that show he's written. So if, so you if think there's about, a problem, it's his fault. Uh, kind of, honestly, actually, like it, it, he's known to take like three month vacations to Spain or Vietnam where he'll just walk or like 
motorcycle around because he likes to like have a lot of time off to like recharge and think of new story ideas and stuff like that. And like, if you think about it, um, so for instance, the second season Marcher has 13 seasons, 13 episodes. Um, episode, yes. Or, sorry. 13 episodes. So if you think about it, each episode is roughly 20, we'll say 23 minutes long, giving seven minutes for commercials. So you break that down. That's 23 pages. What is 23 times 13? Uh, 230, uh, 253, 276, 200, 299. Okay, so that is... Calvin, am I right? So I'm sorry. Uh, some of my, my, my friends just finished uh, reading Wheel of Time, so he's all pumped, and I was chatting with him. I am out of the loop. What are we talking about? Uh, 23... 23 times 13 is 299, right? 23 times 13? Yeah. We all are on computers. 23 times 19. Yeah, but my keyboard does the click-clack, and I don't like editing it out. You said 23 times 19? Yeah. 13. 23 times 13. 23 times 13. Yeah, I think it is 299. 299. I'm not! Yeah, so if you keep that... So let's say a normal 90-minute movie is is 90 pages, because it's 90 minutes. So... He had to write uh, 300 pages. He he wrote essentially three feature films um, plus another half of a feature film every year for 10 years. Dang. That's a lot. And now I'm pretty sure because uh, I, I don't think for the newest season he did a lot of the writing. I think what he does now is, especially I think with... 1999 because i noticed when i was watching the credits after the episodes um there were different writers and stuff like that for each episode there's usually only one writer per episode which is still an anomaly among you know with a tv show like that yeah um but i'm pretty sure what happens is he's probably uh probably guiding things along yeah and he'll give it a final pass and then it goes through but i mean honestly i i like i don't blame him like i think it helps that he spent so long writing it on his own that these characters are very, very specific. Like, it's pretty easy to kind of look at it and go, okay, yes, this is something Archer would do or say. I I agree. I think at the show's peak, that's what really helps it feel like just this great, amazing show. I think also, though, unfortunately, it can breed too much of, like, <clears throat> red versus blue syndrome, where yeah. sometimes episodes just devolve into callbacks, like endless callbacks to... Like suppressing fire, yeah. So like everything else, yeah. Like which is fine in moderation, but that's the thing. It's like I don't know. That's that's a difficult thing about making a show like that, right? It's like how do you break? How do you how do you walk that fine line? Yeah, how do you do that? Where like so because you want to move those characters forward, but you also like like I'm sure that like phrasing is hilarious when they use it in like older episodes like it's great because it really just does feel like something a group of friends would like say but eventually it ends up feeling very scripty like later down the line to uh use the pun they wound up phasing it out yeah but now the joke is why are we not using phasing phrasing or are we still using phrasing like yeah, now they're constantly saying that i need to go back and rewatch because i remember it like after there was one point like later on where Somebody brought up was like, "Are we still doing that?" But they hadn't been doing it for a few ep- for a number of episodes. In Archer Vice, they start like a, through a lot of Archer Vice. Archer's like, "Why are we not doing phrasing anymore?" 
And then there's like a couple more seasons after that. He keeps saying like, why are we not doing it? And then in 1999, they say space phrasing a lot. And they say, <laughs> why are we not using phrasing a lot? Okay. Yeah, it's so it's like, I, I don't mind that stuff. Like, I get it. Like, um, I think See, and those are the like, three seasons I haven't seen. So, yeah, well, I think what they're trying to do is they're like they're um, with these past three seasons. I think they've really just been trying to like have fun with it and see if they can take it in a different direction. It reminds me of like what South Park has been trying to do for the past five years. Um, but I think eventually the thing is like you can only go so far with characters in a TV series because it's not they're not like characters in a book. Um, and the thing is, too, is like. Uh, you know, you, you don't you don't get like that interior psychology a lot that that would get you kind of really attached or close to them. Yeah. Um, and it's difficult, too, because Archer is ultimately a comedy. Uh, so they they can't go too heavily into dramatic territory without straying far from like what the show was originally designed as. But that being said, like, I'm really interested to see how they close the show out. Um, like. I cannot imagine being part of something like that for close to 11 years. I think it's really impressive. Um, e- e- even for all its, its uh, ups and downs and stuff like that, I think it's probably one of the best pieces of right American animation. Adam Reed, I don't know. Because um, it's time not... for the second... Uh, well, we're going to yell into the void. Uh, <laughs> making a new buddy, or as Calvin put it, yelling into the void, shouting into the void. So what's the guy's name? Adam Reed. Look, James Vamp. Uh, I found at Adam Reed. Well, is it? What's he say? Uh, I don't know. I'm on the tweet part. Uh, quick, look him up. Adam Reed. Well, is it the right Adam Reed? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> I don't want to tweet uh, a random Adam. Uh, James, why? Wait, I, I don't know why I laughed at my own post. Good job, He's James. He's posting Good pictures. Job. Way to focus uh, on what's going on. In the- there's a guy at Reuters named Adam Reed. There's a guy at... Adidas, or as lame people put it, Adidas. Hang on, I think uh, I've, I've got. Nope, that's Adidas. Adam Reed. Adam. That's Reed. not it. Maybe he doesn't. Oh, maybe it's just Archer. Maybe he's Archer. It's he. It, we might only. I don't know. Archer has. FX. Um. So here's the official Archer page. Uh. We might not be able to yell at this man in the void. Oh no. Uh, yell at the guy who plays Archer. That works. Yeah, we can do that. Who's that guy? John ben- H. John Benjamin. He, uh, God, if he doesn't have Twitter, that'd be fucking hilarious. Everything's exploding right now. I'm getting emails, messages online. H. John Benjamin? John J-O-N. Oh, John oh, J-O-N. One of those Johns. It's H.J. Benjamin. At H.J. Yeah. Benjamin. H.J. Benjamin. There we go. Uh, what should we say H to him? H is for humble. Should we say to him? Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, James, he voices uh, your man crush, so no, uh, I've been crushing on you for 11 years. Uh, uh good luck. I don't thought, know. Good, yo, HJ Benjamin, season. we've been crushing I on you. I thought Adam Reed was your crush for uh, I all but I also crush on Archer. I actually like HJ Benjamin, too. He, uh, yo, he was, at HJ uh, Benjamin, we've been crushing on you for 11 years on Archer. Eight hey, say say been crushing on you since um hold on hold on home movies I think that's what it was called yes say been crushing on you since home movies good luck on the last season is it the last season uh, we'll say next I think they're on 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 the next season Archer yeah I'm gonna let me see I'm gonna dump some of my some of my spicy memes in here no one will see them James 
Just look at them. Nope. <clears throat> Jay, I think you'd like some of them. Unless you're a soy boy cuck, RJ. You can't handle this, uh, this, this, this James. political, this humor. James, what the hell? <laughs> Hell's wrong with you, James? There we go. Carry a horse on your shoulder. I, tw- I sent the tweet. Okay. James, what is wrong with you? Something's fundamentally broken. Oh, no, my, my friend has gotten to the, the deepest discussion of all of, all of literature and of all the 14 seconds, or 14 books in the series. Who is best girl? Good. Okay. Well, on that note. But he marries three of them. Who is the best one? Okay. Wheel of time, everybody. Uh, Calvin and James, thank you for joining for another week and another joyful <laughs> session. You can find uh, you can find Better Buddies on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook Better Buddies podcast on Twitter. Better Budcast hashtag Better Buddies. Uh, tweet out. Let us know when you're listening. Share it with a friend. Tell everybody you know. Uh, this podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google. Uh, leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Whether we're doing good or poorly, or uh, what you had for breakfast. Just whatever you want to feel like sharing. Yo, someone, two people retweeted the Adam Sandler shouting into the void. Really? Oh, wait. No, I remember that. I I know both of the people who retweeted it. Name. Oh, who is Frost? Wait, who is, uh, what's the Twitter name again for us? Is it just Better Bud? Uh, at Better, Bu- at Better Budcast. At Better Budcast. And I almost forgot something I want to do. Uh, and I think you guys can join me in this. Uh, shout out to friend of the show and occasional co-host, John. His birthday's coming up. It's this coming weekend. That's right. So happy it's birthday, John. Old, birthday. Holy shit. You're getting old, son. <laughs> join the re- join the rest of us in this decrepit state. Something that's not getting old, though, uh, the band Problem of Interest, who allows us to use their mu- their song Living in the Moment off the album Cross Off Yesterday, they just dropped a new single. Uh, their cover of the song Hybrid by, I want to say, Muse, uh, it literally dropped this past week, so... Something fresh from them to go listen to. I really enjoy it. I've listened to it like three times in the last three days. So thank you to them. They're on Spotify. Problem of interest. They come right up. Um. Bye. <laughs> I think I covered everything. Oh, one more thing that I didn't cover. We have an email. Better buddy, BetterBuddiesCast at gmail.com. I think that's right. I gotta make sure that's right. Because if everybody's been emailing to the wrong email, that's my fault, not their. Hi. Oh, it went quiet. I oh. thought I died. I was making sure I had the right email. Yep, so oh, email us at better... Our email is betterbuddiescast at gmail.com. <laughs> email us with your fan letters, with your questions, your conundrums, uh, with... If you have an idea for a Better Buddies icebreaker or someone we should shout into the void at, you can let us know there. And last but not least, gentlemen... Be a better buddy. Maybe. How goes it? Uh, not too bad. Whiskey! I'm incredibly hungry because I'm doing it fast, but um, other than that... You do a slow. I should. (laughs) I, I wish. Tomorrow might be my slow. Oh. What's the difference between a fast and a slow? Uh, a fast is you don't eat anything. A slow is you have to consume at least one child. Oh. Only one? Only one. I, well, I said at least, to be fair. But that's like TBF. a... F- oh, I was going to say, if it's only one, then that's a fast. Question. <laughs> Do you have what? to catch the child? Uh, oh, yeah, that's part of it. 
Well, the difficulty is you usually do a slow after a fast, so you don't have a whole lot of energy. So you do have to go catch one. Well, that's the challenge. Um, yeah, that is the challenge. But usually, like, if you just walk by daycare, <coughs> those little fuckers don't pay attention. <clears throat> oh. oh, fuck. Ow. Well. Yeah. Everyone's looking for uh, priests or Harvey Weinstein. No one's looking for cannibals. <laughs>